Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Compassionate, caring, and cuddly. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com and follow me on Twitter at The Roy Green Show. A story that Sean O'Shea broke on uh, Global News is, is just has to touch your heart. Uh, Ali Davari is 84 years of age, and he's in a medically induced coma in Germany. Mr. Davari cannot be brought home on a commercial flight, but RBC Insurance, who sold a travel policy for Mr. Davari, is refusing to pay for him to be brought back to this country or for any of the medical costs, including hospital charges. They've refused also to publicly address the issue. Joining me is Mr. Davari's son, Kevin. Uh, Kevin, good to speak with you, sir. Hi, Mr. Hi. And Sivan Tamarkin, partner at Samfiro Tamarkin LLP in Toronto, who's challenged travel insurance providers previously and on this program. Sivan, it's good to have you back. Hi, Roy. It's great to be with you. So, um, essentially what I said is the way it is, Sivan, right? Yes, it's, it's what you said. I mean, uh, Kevin obviously have a lot more details. He's been living with this. His father is still in Frankfurt, and they mm-hmm. literally have no way of bringing him back. Yeah. Kevin, tell us, please, what happened. Uh, what happened to your dad that he's in the hospital? Uh, actually, on December 1st, he was uh, coming from the city of Cologne to Frankfurt to take his flight to uh, Canada, to Toronto. Uh, basically, in the airport, he f- in, in um, Central Station, he fell, and uh, they took him to hospital. He was right away in uh, coma. Uh, they took him for uh, uh, surgery. He was there for, in coma for over 10 days, and after that, the doctors basically... Uh, reduce the medication for him to fall in sleep, in deep sleep since then. He's in basically deep sleep, and they cannot hold him in this situation for long. The problem is, uh, once he wakes up, he cannot be transported for at least two to three months until he goes through all the rehabs. And the doctor is recommending for him to be immediately transported to Canada, to be here with the family as well as uh, with his family doctor and everything else. Right. So you, you, your, your sister had bought travel insurance for your dad? Yes, she did buy a travel insurance, yes. And you were, you, as far as you know, the policy would have covered for your dad to come back to Canada. And from what I understand, in Sean's story, um, uh, travel insurers often like to bring uh, patients back to Canada who are ill overseas because they prefer to have them treated in this country. So, But RBC has told you what? Uh, I didn't talk to RBC directly. That was my brother was involved with and talked to them. Basically, they denied the coverage. Because apparently, my father has uh, 
uh, is a diagnosed diabetic, which we didn't know about it until we talked to the doctor, and he said, yeah, he needs to, he is diabetic, and uh, the only question we had at that time was that nobody, why, why didn't he tell us the situation? So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with somebody being diabetic, but why didn't we know about it? Mm. And But the doctor in Germany, uh, he told us, like so he told my sister, that he is not diabetic. He's he's not. So we are standing between two uh, <laughs> two different uh, uh, information, but that all does not help my father to be here. No, he needs this to be home. This is the first thing, like see, talking to insurance and going through the whole procedure in order to uh, resolve the problem is going to take a very long time. And at this time, the only thing we hope is to be able to bring him back to Canada. And the bill now is already over $100,000. Uh, just the airlift going to be around $100,000 and obviously all the other bills. And my father is going for another surgery on Tuesday uh, for his uh, throat, I believe, is collapsed since he, he was in coma for so long. Uh, right after that, he has to be transported probably by mid to end of next week. He has to be here or we don't know what to do, honestly, like... Okay, Simon, what are the options? What's the story from from your perspective as the lawyer who deals with these issues? What's going on? It's extremely frustrating, Roy. Uh, and, and I see these kinds of cases all the time, occasionally they make their way to the media. You know, you go on a trip, whether it's within Canada or outside, to the States, to Europe, wherever it is, and you buy travel insurance. And in this case, uh, I haven't seen a denial letter from RBC. I don't know if there is one at this point. But what happens is the most common denial that I see uh, in these situations is that the insurance company, after the fact, after they sold insurance, deposited the premiums that they've collected, come afterwards when the person has been injured or something's happened, that they require uh, assistance, and, and they say, okay, well, before we pay anything, we want to see your family doctor's records. Uh, we want to cross-check that with you know, any answers you've given us when, we fir- when you first took out insurance. And so the most common denial is on the basis of either a pre-existing condition that you didn't disclose to them, uh, or at the time that you took out the policy between that time and when you actually went on the trip, perhaps something happened, you had a change in your, in your health, and that wasn't disclosed to the insurance company. And so what the insurance company says is, had we known that you had this condition, let's say it's diabetes or you know, a heart condition, something that's, by the way, completely unrelated to what perhaps you are now seeking medical attention for, out of the country, but based on the fact that the insurance company didn't know about that pre-existing condition or health issue, they're saying, well, had we known about that, we would not have issued insurance. And so as far as we're concerned, uh, there's no contract, there's no insurance contract, so therefore there's a denial. And, and here's the problem. When I deal with these cases, it does take time. I have to get the insurance company's file, I have to get the medical records, you know, I have to then take on the insurance company. The problem is, just like in Kevin's case and his father's case here, is that we are dealing with an urgent situation, and the insurance company will not step up. They will not do anything. And so what's happened, they they have effectively taken the premiums. And by the way, when they uh, deny the claims, they often issue the denial along with a refund check for however much you paid, the $50 or $40 or $100 for the insurance, which is obviously nothing compared to what it is that the person now needs, the family needs, to get the person back. So from an option standpoint, you know, people like Kevin and his father, his family, they're stuck because mm-hmm. the government's not going to bring the person back. The yep. insurance company is not stepping up. Yeah. No. So, it, and, and there's nothing, there's no regulatory 
remedy here, which is quite amazing to me. It is you know, very disturbing, the, extremely I mean, disturbing, because you know, it, it could be anybody. It could be anybody next. Let me just do this. I need to get this done because I want people to know you can go to GoFundMe.com. GoFundMe.com. Just go there and then type in the search bar, help Ali Davari. That's A-L-I-D-A-V-A-R-I. Help Ali Davari. And that'll take you to the spot in on GoFundMe.com where you can make a contribution to help the Davari family get their dad back into Canada. Um, Kevin, uh, I, uh, I wish you all the, I mean, it sounds empty to say this, but I wish you all the very best. And I hope that I, I know you've got a great, uh, ally in, uh, Sivan Tamarkin and we've got to get your dad home. Thank you very much. Thank you. Really uh-huh. appreciate your help. Well, anything we can do to get the, get the word out. Sivan, always good to talk to you and thank you for what you do for people in this country. Thank you. Rick. It's a pleasure to be with you. Take care. Sivan Tamarkin from, uh, um, from uh, Semfiro to Mark in LLP in Toronto. <laughs> I was going to sneeze. We'll come back after this.